I suggest that we can prove the existence of God from the impossibility of the contrary. As Christians, we do not give up our intellect. The strongest evidence and argument for the existence of God is that without a belief in God, you can't prove anything. How can the law be material? That's the question I'm going to ask you. I would say no. And can you give me an example of anything other than God that's immaterial? Welcome to the Revealed Apologetics Podcast. I'm your host, Elias Ayala, and here at Revealed Apologetics, Our goal is to equip believers to defend the Christian faith, and we want to equip you to do it in a way that is honoring to God and faithful to Scripture. So sit back, relax, get your thinking caps on, and let's dive into our topic for today. Welcome back to the Revealed Apologetics podcast, and uh, this episode is actually going to be um, a little bit shorter than than other episodes, Uh, and I want to cover the question, how to be a confident apologist, and when people engage in apologetics, it can be a very intimidating sort of thing, right? You're kind of going up against atheists and Muslims and Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, and, and you're going up against people who can be a little harsh, <laughs> people who sometimes people can be really nice, and that's always a good thing. Um, it could be a really intimidated, intimidating kind of thing. And so I wanted to kind of take the time to um, talk about how to be a, a confident Christian apologist, right? And then there's a difference between confidence and prideful, right? We want to avoid being prideful when we're defending the faith. Um, we want to defend the faith biblically. We want to defend the faith in a way that, that we are faithful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so um, I just wanted to share a little bit in this video um, how I think one can be a confident apologist and walk in, um, well, walk in confidence as they engage in this sometimes very intimidating field. Um, and I want to highlight uh, this aspect of confidence by pointing to my, one of my favorite Christian apologists and philosophers, Dr. Greg Bonson. Now, of course, as you guys know, if you've been following this podcast from the beginning, I like to focus on apologetic methodology. And so um, for those of you who know me and are aware of the um, the vocabulary <laughs> that's associated with, uh, with this particular topic, I would identify myself as a presuppositional apologist. And a lot of the things that I've learned... Um, in regards to presuppositional apologetics has come from Greg Bonson and, of course, Cornelius Van Til and others and others like that. So if you're not familiar with Greg Bonson, um, you might want to check out his books. They're available on Amazon. Um, there's some videos on YouTube, and you can get a lot of audio material at Covenant Media. 
Um, and so, uh, just, so let's just jump right in here. So uh, Christian philosopher and apologist Greg Bonson once said this. He said this in, in, a, in a class that he was teaching. He said, The reason I'm not afraid to take on any opponent is not because I'm so smart, but because I've read the back of the book. <laughs> and, and Greg Bonson was a fearless Christian apologist, and he was a brilliant philosopher. He had a brilliant philosophical mind, um, and he was such a good debater that he actually developed the nickname, the man that atheist feared the most. <laughs> you, if you, if you, if this is the first time you're hearing about Greg Bonson, you definitely want to check out his debate. It's a classic debate. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, Greg Bonson versus Gordon Stein. And Gordon Stein was an atheist. And uh, just to give you a little heads up, uh, Greg Bonson cleans Greg, uh, I'm sorry, Gordon Stein's clock. Let's just put it that way. Um, it's an excellent debate and an excellent uh, example of presuppositional apologetics applied. Um, and so uh, for all of his intelligence and debating skills, uh, he consistently taught that as apologists, we should trust in the sufficiency of the Lord and not in the self-sufficiency of our own minds. And that's important coming from someone like Greg Bonson, who was a, a very intelligent man. Yet even in his intelligence, he could, he could have used that in a way where he intellectually bullied his opponent. And of course, all of us fall short when we're practicing apologetics and things like that. Uh, but Dr. Bonson, uh, I think, did a very good job after having listened to a lot of his lectures— he did a very good job in focusing on the importance of the sufficiency of Christ, relying upon the wisdom of God as found in Scripture. And this, this kind of theme in, in, in Dr. Bonson was often reflected in the fact that he was fully committed to the Bible as our ultimate source of, of wisdom and guidance. And for Dr. Bonson, it was the Bible as God's divinely inspired word that, that men were to build upon as their firm intellectual foundation. Okay. And he took very seriously the words of Jesus that, that it is the fool who builds his house on sand. And that's taken from Matthew 7, 26, autonomous human reasoning and the elementary principles of, of worldly thinking are themselves the sand or the foolish foundations upon which unbelievers build their edifice of so-called knowledge and wisdom. Right. Dr. Bonson's confidence, and this is the confidence we all should have, really should come in trusting that it is in Christ that all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are to be found. That's Colossians 2, 3. It's a very, very important thing to recognize that all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are to be found in Christ. Our starting point is in the divine revelation of Christ in the Scriptures. And that to always be ready to give an answer is not solely based upon one's ability to exercise human intelligence, but rather we're, we're to recognize the work of the Spirit of God to bring to remembrance the wise teachings of Jesus. This is what Jesus taught in John 14, 26. That the Spirit brings to remembrance. And, and, and Dr. Bonson firmly believed that our confidence came in trusting in the sufficiency of God's wisdom and that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Proverbs 1, 7. Again, very, very important to recognize as apologists, we lean upon Christ. The simple truth here is that the key to being a confident Christian apologist is to find the foundation of our confidence in the Lord himself. 
We need to understand that the Lord is not a distant onlooker when we're engaging unbelievers in apologetic dialogue and debate. Rather, rather, he's involved in the process, using our words and conduct as the means whereby his truth is declared and defended. It's the height of pride when, when the would-be apologist engages in apologetics, not acknowledging the importance of the work of the Spirit in the entire process. And I think we, we need to be very careful since to not acknowledge the Lord in, in, de, in the defending process and the studying process where we're preparing, whereby we are engaging the issues through personal study and research, really to, to not acknowledge the Spirit in that process is to actually engage in the sacred practice of apologetics with human pride and confidence. Now, if you think about it, such a method and approach works against the very thing we seek to defend. For if on the one hand we argue that God is the foundation of all things and gives coherency and intelligibility to human experience, and that the great sin of the unbeliever is that he suppresses the truth about God and his unrighteousness, yet on the other hand we engage in our study, our prep, and then the engagement itself without grounding our confidence in God, we become walking contradictions, and we don't want to do that. What we want to do is to acknowledge God in the entire process, understanding that if we have anything to offer the unbeliever, if we have anything to contribute intellectually or in any other way, what do we have that we did not receive? 1 Corinthians 4, 7. And so we must recognize that all that we have is from the Lord. Now, this is important to recognize that this is both humbling and encouraging. It's humbling because it demonstrates that God is needed before, during, and after the entire process. But it's encouraging because we know that since our confidence is in the Lord and in the wisdom of His Word, we can't fail in our endeavor to defend if we truly rely upon Him. I think the great danger in apologetics is that there is a huge temptation to rely on our own wisdom and our own understanding and I think we need to learn to resist this temptation. And if we do, God will use us in amazing ways that will abound to his glory. And I think this is a very, very important message for Christian apologists to um, wrap their minds around. Because we live in a time where people are very, very prideful in the way they present things and in their own intellectual abilities. And this is something that, that I would argue is not honoring to the Lord Jesus. Well, well, like I said at the beginning, this is a brief uh, podcast episode. Normally, we go 25 minutes or so, um, but I just wanted to share that. You know, things have been a little busy, and so um, I wanted to kind of share this brief little under 10 minutes uh, um, issue of how to be a confident Christian apologist. And the short answer is our confidence comes in acknowledging that our true confidence is grounded in Christ himself, and that we trust and go. All right, well, that's it for this episode. Take care and God bless. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at um, revealedapologetics at gmail.com. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to Revealed Apologetics. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer um, on one of our podcast episodes, please feel free to send in your question uh, at revealedapologetics at gmail.com.